You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot someone. I can't I don't know if I know about this one. So I've been saving it because I just have too many beers. And I, want, I did want to do some barley wines next to each other. So, Well, t- today's your day. Thanks, everybody, for joining us once again for the Pints and Provisions podcast. It's been a little while. I know he were, we were here last time at your house, Ryan, outside. A couple weeks ago. Nice. And then, a month ago, maybe. Uh, welcome back, Brian, uh, our Southern food aficionado. Good to be here. And food aficionado, just right. in general. There you go. And barley wine enthusiast. Yeah. So that's... Charcuterie w- and liquid pairing sure. enthusiast. Yeah. yeah. Aficionado. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> um, it's a good time to sit down and drink some barley wines because instead of talking about pumpkin beers, I'd rather talk about barley wines, barrel-aged beers, um, and anything but pumpkin spice flavored anything. So... Um, We've got a good lineup here. Um, it's just us three. I think we had a... Uh, Brad had to bail. Uh, Kyle could not come and Mark could not come. But, you know, it's nice to have a couple different hosts that we can seven, all sit down. Seven bar of the wines and three guys. But on a Wednesday this night, what could go wrong? <laughs> no, what can go wrong? <laughs> um, so to Are start really off counting with, one of them? <laughs> no, that's the barley one, which we will not speak of. All right. The... First thing we like to do, talk about beers of the week, although it's been beers of like a month ago, so we'll just kind of start from there. So, Ryan, do you want to go first? Yeah. He's ready? So, I've been on a little bit of a Pilsner kick, and... Uh, when shouldn't you be on a Pilsner kick? Since we're not... A lot of these beers, like, I'd, I'd save a lot of them for shares, and we're just not doing that as much, and so I, I've kind of shifted into a little bit more bourbon and wine, um, but... Uh, on the Pilsner kick, uh, I've really, really uh, enjoyed some of the uh, the Dovetail out of Chicago lately, and uh, mm-hmm. I had their, it's called Fest Beer, it's their Oktoberfest, I had that a couple days ago, uh, it's real, just real nice malty backbone, but it was a nice crisp uh, lager, 6.7%, so not too heavy, not too light, and um, it was uh, really enjoyable, and you know, I got a few more of the uh, Suarez Pilsners in the fridge that uh, I'll dive into Always once in a while. Good. And we still get a few Monkish cans here and there every now and again. But uh, the, yeah, I don't know, the this time of year, it's getting a little bit cold out. We've had some 30 degree nights. And yeah, so I said, all right, I'm going to start diving into a little bit of the darker lagers. Yeah. And uh, and it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you don't mind me dovetailing on that. Go ahead. Um some of those same beers that you kind of borrowed to me, uh, I took up to Michigan. Uh, Michigan Fall Color uh, Tour was ex- spectacular this year, at least the timing we had. And I will give an honorable mention to Hoplot Brewing. I mean, anything tastes good at their location. If nobody's checked them out, just go on their social media page. You can see how neat of an atmosphere. Brian, you've been there. Yeah. Hoplot. Hoplot. Hoplot Brewing Company. It's in Sutton's Bay, Michigan. It is virtually all outdoors, so they've almost had to change nothing regarding, yeah. you know, safety measures and protocols and such. Uh, their tap room was small, and you used to go in there, but now they just have all table service, and it's it's perfect. You sit yeah. down, you're in the trees, you're outside, you're 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 warm, you're cozy, and they've got great food. I mean, there's no place my kids rather go, but their porter actually was pretty darn drinkable. Uh, they have a nice pale ale that I think that I had up there. 
I will say that their pumpkin beer was I I had to, my wife had to try it and I tried a little <laughs> bit of it a little too cinnamony for my action but otherwise good but I did have the Roush beer the Dovetail Roush beer oh. um, is it good yeah very good yeah really yeah we had a fire pit one night up there kind of like fifty degrees and that was a nice compliment to some s'mores all right so I have to get that one because it'll be the first Roush beer I've ever Roush had that I liked so yeah I wasn't too excited it about it but it was not too Roushy yeah. It was good. Schlinkerla, which is just straight. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. People who no, like it wasn't. Just, no, it yeah. was. It was good. It right, was. Cool. It was very lagery, and yeah, the yeah. the malt bill was nice, and it was lighter. It's a dovetail appreciation society around here, They're which I agree gosh, with. But, so that was the one that I haven't. I was like, ah, I haven't had one that I like, so I'll have to try that. Yeah. So I know we're not weathermen here, but uh, it seems like you go in Michigan this time of year, and maybe the temperatures just drop quicker and. Um, so the, the leaves turning colors, it all just happens a little bit faster, which probably gives a little bit more variety while you're up there. And so I just feel like sitting outside with, you know, a thousand different colors of leaves around and looking at the fall weather and everything going on has to be a pretty nice, nice environment while you're having a good beer. Yeah. I think we got lucky with the weather. It was just a touch warmer than what they usually expect, which means it was in like the seventies. But at nighttime, it cooled off. I think we just got really fortunate with the weather while we were there and the colors while we were there. But I think that they just experienced a little earlier since they're farther north. And trust me, the people up there take their fall color, like foliage peakage, you know, charts very seriously. (laughs) So they know exactly when peak is and when peak is over. Uh, So, yeah, I think we were just before peak, which to us, you know, I mean, here right now you can drive around Grandview. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's pretty. The colors. Are we peak here? I don't think so. No? I don't yeah. know. But right now, it okay. looks great. Yeah. Up there, I think you just got a little bit more variety of trees, and so you get much deeper reds, oranges, and stuff. But, you know, everyone has sh- should go up there and experience it sometime. It was beautiful. Plus, a nice little backdrop for a brewery that makes good food and some good beers. It's hard to beat. 50 degrees in a fire pit oh. and a beer. Yeah. Sign me up. A Roush beer. A yeah. good Roush beer. Um, so, Brian, on that, you should at some point try um, Live Oak. They love to do some smoke beers, and they do it very well, too. Subtle, okay. not that, overbearing. Yeah. What was it called? The Keller Rausch? Or? Oh, the Keller Rausch. It's really good. Yeah. All anyway, right. they made some really good ones. Beautiful lager with just a hint of smoke. It was fabulous. Yeah. And did you pick a dovetail or not? Uh, yeah, I was... I mean, I've been, mm. I've been also been on a dovetail kick now that we can get the Hellas and yeah. Kush and all that stuff. <laughs> um, uh, but I was going to mention, so I haven't been on since we, we were in Tennessee and drinking yep. and we had, I'd put back a bunch of Suarez bottles for that trip. And so I remember we were out kind of in a nice night and, you know, grilling out. We had kind of classic and then some of their, uh, their fruit beers we had that night, which were, I kind of feel like in the last month or so, the ones I've had that I really enjoyed and wanted to have some more with it. The Suarez beers, the uh, their bottles. I really, really like their stuff. The kind of classic was kind of classic. Yeah, classic. Just, it was yeah, yeah. solid, like, drinkable on your own. With food, and I always like beers that you know that you want to have with food. So, and it was nice to see some Nashville, Nashville folk yeah. come over. You know, Spartan was and, and there. Yeah, and, and we should mention we had, which is apparently the the Nashville whale. We had wooden teeth for those. Oh yeah, yeah. The big since we're drinking barley wines, we had the which is a barley. So Wooden Teeth is a Southern Grist barrel-aged barley wine that is, uh, I guess, the was a big deal down there. So And yeah. Michael brought that. Yeah. Yeah, Mike brought it, and we had it. it was very he good. was very excited about it. He yeah. made Southern it a Grist's point. Terrific. Yeah. Made it a point, and I was at a point where I was like, we're going to ride like 70 miles tomorrow. Yeah. Can I just go to bed now? And he's like, oh, you, I, got, I got a little bit you got to yeah. try. So, yeah, thanks to, to Mike and to Spartan for showing up. So Globe Hopped. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, uh, he likes to listen. Yeah. So we started off with a little anabasis by our very good friends at Side Project. So barley wine is life tonight, right? It's, it's the hashtag B-I-L, <laughs> life. Bill. B-I-L. So if you've never had anabasis, it's their barley wine, English barley wine. Um, let's see. Trying to... It took 24 months in some of their favorite bourbon barrels. Um, and then they blended, of course, because that's also what they like to do with all their beers. It's beautiful. It's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Lots of like caramel, that English barley wine, caramel kind of smooth toffee with good barrel. Chocolate. Yeah. I mean, all this, of those. 
this is something you could, notes. you could give to someone that's not uh, super in tune with craft beer and they would think it's a stout just based on its yeah. thickness and chocolatey. I mean, it, and I think that's part of the intention. I think it's really to kind of mold a little bit into the stout world, but still have it a barley wine. And I don't know, maybe that's insulting to barley wines, but um, no, no, I mean, I it's just, it's, yeah. it's just fabulous. And I also think you'll ruin somebody by having them drink this as their example of a English barley, 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 yeah. English barley wine. You absolutely would. Um, yeah. Well, I, you, that's side project. Mouthfeel alone. The I blessing mean, and the curse yeah. of side project. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll ruin every style of beer for you because you'll know what the best yeah. one is. <laughs> so we've had, but some, we'll take it. We've had some stouts thicker than this, like a media noche and probably BBT and maybe a derivation. Yeah. But uh, this is by far the oh, thickest barley wine. What about that? Remember dollar for dollar? Yeah. Yeah. That was the thickest beer I think I have ever drank. What was it? American Solera? American Solera out of Tulsa. It was like, that was probably the only stout that I think I've had by that. That was one. about was, a year ago. We sat on, we Mark's, sat on Mark's porch. porch. Episode, whatever. Dollar for dollar. Il- Illinois peak of fall. Yeah, <laughs> Illinois peak of fall. That was an unseasonably warm night, but yeah, it, was, it, was a, nice. it was a thick beer. But so Okay, so let's, uh, before we go too deep in all these beers then, from from the uh, the brewing chemistry perspective, is there any reason why you couldn't make a barley wine as thick as some of these stouts that we've had that are uber thick? I don't think so. I mean, I think that that's all in some of the, the grains you choose, how dense you do. You know, if you boil off plenty of it, I mean, it's just like making any sauce on your on your oven, I mean, on your stove, is you just evaporate as much liquid as you can. And then once you barrel age it, you're going to evaporate more. And so anything that usually gets in a barrel should evaporate down to at least a little bit of thickness. And if you build, you know, alcohol has a lot of mouthfeel to it too. So the higher the alcohol content, you will get a lot more mouthfeel out of it as well. So I yeah. think all those things combined will make a, a barley wine, especially a barrel aged one, just as thick feeling and tasting as a yeah. stout. I think this one's it's probably because mouthfeel, I don't know, is a big deal to me. I think this is about right that I feel like some of them can go maybe over the over the edge and then and then you're just like you're that's all you got in your mouth and this is actually kind of finishes a little cleaner so i don't know fantastic beer we've had batch one right evan our uh, dark lord day share wasn't anabasis batch one there Would if you're you asking remember? me to remember anything <laughs> from a dark lord share is is a stretch but i would suspect we probably I think did. i've had batch one and two and not three but uh I mean, I, I, my, my initial thought is that this is by far the best barley wine I've had. Um, but batch one of Anabasis, I think whenever I had, it, I think it was that, uh, one of those weekends and I think it was up there pretty special beer, but this is, this is incredible. Yep. So what would you, what would you pair this with in terms of food? Like, well, you know, certainly this at the end of the night, it's like your right? aperitif. This is, yeah. This is at the, yeah. It's like so you drink a port. It, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's so, a little, sweet. so nothing? I don't. I mean, maybe, ice cream? there might be a cheese, right? Yeah. Ice cream yeah, I'm sure that there's a cheese. But I'm sure there's a cheese. I don't know what it would be. I think this would be at the end of the night. I think a sharp white cheddar would go great with this. But you could do yeah, something like that. But that, as we all know, pairing cheese with beer is lazy. It's just easy. It is. I know. It is. <laughs> but yeah, like. And I like cheese, so yeah. <laughs> I'm easy. I kind of think like just think a that. just cheese a cake. That would be at the end of the uh, day. Yeah. There you go. Sla- like like a nice big scoop of ice cream, like vanilla ice cream. Yeah caramel like, like a vanilla caramel swirl butter toffee butter yeah butter butter, butter toffee, toffee something like that yeah, yeah you're right it's well, a dessert kind of thing. it's in you're toward the end of the night or whatever you could pour it over ice cream almost like a little root like a stout float you make a make yeah. a barley wine float there you go yeah but you're right this could probably stand alone but you wouldn't want to drink know. this you're, you're not having this one like your salad no no um so then we also opened Fremont, which um, out of Seattle, this is the abominable B-bomb, barrel-aged B-bomb. Well, it's just barrel-aged bomb, abominable. 2014. 2014. Abominable. And it actually says on the label that it'll age gracefully for five years. So we're uh, a little bit past that, but I like that they uh, will try to stretch their customers to that. It's a little thinner in mouthfeel. I feel like it's a little more bitter. Is this an English or a, an American 
Because usually what Americans are typically a little bit more bitter. Mm-hmm. I think English are more sweet. English and their sweet tooths, teeth. Yeah, you would be right. It's a little bitter. We'll see. It's still very good. No, it's still very good. It has all. It just doesn't have quite the mouthfeel, but yep. nobody usually does have quite the mouthfeel. Side Project does. Yeah, actually, and interestingly enough, this is actually called a winter ale. Okay. So kind of um, one of those interesting, maybe it's spiced? Whoa. You're going to... Munich and dark crystal malts. Okay. So no English malts. So um, yeah, no English malts. So yeah, I mean, you're you're more on the American barley wine side. Okay. Yeah. Blending, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you what the winter ale part of it is, but you definitely get a little bitterness. And Come on, level one Cicerone. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't. Dan's not here. We haven't talked about that. Oh, in a while. I know. Dan's Dan's uh, uh, Dan's not here to make fun of you for that. But uh, I mean, this is this is really good. This is one where, you know, you're almost just like if you're going to have a, a lineup of barley wines, um, have anabasis like last. before or last. Yeah. So you're not comparing everything. This, it's almost yeah, apples to oranges, really. Like, damn you, Corey. Um, or we've got, uh, you know, we've got an heirloom tomato versus just some regularly <laughs> foregrown Peoria tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, the heirloom's going to just yeah. blow our minds away. Um, and so, uh, but but it's really good. I mean, I, I haven't tried the other ones yet. I was trying to go a little bit slow as we kind of progress. And I think it's nice. I think you get a lot of toffee. and uh, It's definitely more spicy. Like a little bit more bitter, a little bit more spicy. It's, I would say it's past its prime, but I wouldn't I drink this and say, holy cow, this is a six-year-old beer and yeah. it should have been drank four years no. ago or five years ago. Like, I bet it it's was a well-aged six-year beer. But I, I think it probably would have been better yeah. a year or two ago. A couple years ago, yeah. yeah. It just sort of has lost a little balance. Yeah. No, Really no finish. Yeah, it's it pretty fades clean. pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, pretty... It's there and it's gone. But I'm not disappointed so, at all. I was going to ask, so uh, this is before they started doing the batch, Fremont batch 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, which were, is, I really are, like. Are they, they're up to 4,000 I now, think aren't so, they? Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that recently. Um, what's the, is this before that or is that a different, do you know, is that a different style? So I think the, so the batch, the thousands are official barley wines. Oh, okay. um, so I think it's, you know, the base would be different, uh, totally different malt bill. I mean, you know, honestly, I, I don't I don't have one, and I think I've only had I think I had batch two thousand, and that was it. Mm. It was incredible. Yeah, um, I've always really really liked Fremont Just stuff in and, general. Um, you know, they kind of have a special place for me in my heart because there's a little uh, wine shop in Washington that uh, they sell online and will ship you uh, boxes, and so you can check on there. You know, a couple times a year, and they'll have Fremont. Dark Star yeah. and B-Bomb and all these these beers that you, you can just... sneak it into the... Yeah, house. you know, they sell out, you know, in a day, yeah. but it's not like 30 seconds like BBT was today right. with uh, Side Project. So it's been kind of fun to get some of the Fremont beers, and I've always thought they really do a nice job. And that Dark Star is an oatmeal stout, and it's just a really unique, special barrel-aged stout that they do. So, uh, But the 2K was really one of the best barley wines that, that I'd had, at you know, a couple years ago yeah. at that point, and... I feel like all um, the Fremont beers remind me that if you live in Seattle, this just this is like an I mean it's a high end Seattle you know brewery, but this is what a I mean of everything you had from there from their what is their shelfy IPA yeah. to yeah. this stuff you know that you is somewhat available if you live in Seattle. This is just the stuff that you can just kind of grab yeah. if you pay some attention. Just amazing. But you know we talk about side project and they do twenty months, twenty four months, really long aging. And uh, Fremont was doing it. I mean, I think this is a blend. They they went up to a year and a half with some of their early barley wines five six years ago. So they were uh, definitely they were one of the the pioneers of some of those really long aged barrel aged beers. And uh, I think they've done a great job with it. And as far as I know, they're still staying strong. Yeah, yeah. I, barley wines are good at I think Thanksgiving too. Um, when we talk about food, like with all the spices and things like that, um, I think it always lends itself well to, okay, uh, you've had a lot of herbal, like salty, savory kind of flavors at, at Thanksgiving, and this just kind of 
goes right along with that. It's not too sweet. It's got enough spice and flavor to it. So and you're going to share turkey, it. <laughs> gravy, and yeah. cornbread, and then maybe some bread pudding at the end, and then you go with a barley wine. Ooh, make a There's, bread pudding with I mean, a little barley wine reduction. I love it. Yeah. And, yeah. Gotta, and, and somebody to share them with, so you're not, you know, yeah. you're not drinking this by yourself. Yeah, and since, Hopefully. you know, family gatherings will probably yeah. be a little bit smaller across <laughs> yeah. the country this year, so uh, I salute all the beer drinkers who are going to drink stouts and barley wines all by themselves. I'd actually, before... Yo, know, this was even the topic that I was thinking for the holidays and my brother and I that was like, well, I'm going to get some barley wine so we can just, you know, yeah, drink a lot of barley wine over the holidays for whatever reason this year. So, yep. you know, this is a style, too, that, uh, you know, you could open it up. There's football on and stuff starts early in the day. You could open this up in the afternoon and drink it six hours later when it's yeah, fully warmed. Right. And, yeah. you know. You're not worried about oh, it lost too much carb. It's it's gross now or it's whatever. It's an all day sipper. It, it yeah. absolutely. You could go back to it a couple times and just have a little bit of sips here and there, and it'd be fa- fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And the people that you're in the holidays with, they're, if they don't aren't into craft beer, they're not going to pick this up and steal it from you either. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I only have my aunt to worry about when it comes to stouts, but other than that, no one would touch this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> Other than maybe with the wax and a fancy label, someone might be like, oh, well, I'll, take, try I'll give this. this a try. Is that one of those special? They won't go back a second time. Just, no, no. You're, you're not going to like that. Well, I don't so, know. I think Anabasis could convert anyone, though. No, I think you're right. I mean, any, any, anything that's done that well can make even the, At the least most appreciate it. timid yeah, of a beer drinker yeah. say, you know what? I get it. Yeah. It's not my thing, yeah. but I get it. Yeah. Agreed. What's next? Well, I did, at least from what I remember, I poured the... Um, oh, my gosh. Bottle Logic. Why can't I think of that in terms of remembering? The Arcane Ritual? Rituals. R- Arcane Rituals. Barrel-aged English barley wine. What, it was like cognac barrel-aged and bourbon? Bourbon, brandy, and VSOP cognac. VSOP, yeah. yeah. It's nice. No, actually, it, I think it's... I kind of like it better than the Fremont. I like it better than Fremont, yeah. and that's I think a, it's really, really flavorful. All right, so this is an English style. So the, maybe that's what this crew is. Um, I absolutely am. I <laughs> Right when I first got into craft beer... Um, oh, my gosh, I was thinking about this earlier. I was going to talk about it. Now I'm drawing a blank. But the English style barley wine just got me right from the get-go. Um, totally drawing a blank, but I'll uh, get to it. Thomas Hardy, or was that the one that... Oh, the like, Harvestdale? Har- is that it? Yeah, that you can find. It's been like yes. 10 years yes. old. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that is it. That is it. Har- it's called a Harvestdale. Yeah, I think but it's I called think Harvestdale. It's uh, English barley wine. We could go up to Chicago. I don't think Peoria had it at the time. We may now, but we could go up to Chicago and get these. Yeah, uh, in 2015, we could get a 2004, yeah. you know, and uh, it was a nice English barley wine. They aged really well, and... Uh, yeah. It was it was it was incredible, and I think, you know, around that time was when a lot of these American craft breweries were starting up, and and they would do a barley wine, and you could very very quickly tell a difference with the American barley wine, and uh, I appreciate the breweries for actually not just saying barley wine; they actually say this is an American style barley wine. Pretty yep. much everyone does. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I totally totally fade to that English style malt. I just think it's just a beautiful combination. The the, the lower level of bitterness, a little bit higher level of toffee and caramel yep. that comes through, and uh, I just like the balance of flavors better. I think a, a barley wine kind of needs a little sweetness to balance out how intense some of the spice bitterness can be, and so that's why when you get the Americans that are a little bit more bitter, they don't have as much... Or there's they, some hop that comes through or something like that. It kind of feels out bites, of place. It almost like yeah. bites you yeah. a little bit too much, and that's why I think that this style calls for a little bit more softness with the sweetness. Sukaba was the other one. Firestone Walker Sukaba. Oh, right. Sukaba. It was uh it was really 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 special when yeah. that when that one was hitting the shelves but flying off quickly and uh yeah. But the harvest was part of that family and oh yeah. 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 So, was this done in collaboration with somebody? I think it's a 2019 the bottle logic. I thought it said like ritual. Did I see that right? You know, 
Ritual Brewing Company. Thank you. That's I where they never usually even put, noticed that. They always put collaborations yeah. right there on their bottles. I never noticed that. Okay. So like Mostra Coffee, they'll put the Mostra. So when we had, last time we were here, we had the Toppling Goliath. It had a Toppling. Was it right in this spot? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I remember. The Fall that. of Umbizo or whatever that coffee. Pair this with uh, Pork Roulette. Oh. And Pecan Bread Pudding. Oh, there you All go. All right. Bread Pudding. And pecan, I like it. Yeah, nuts. I think that needs some nuts. Yeah, and uh, dove dovedale blue. Nothing there. Like a blue cheese. Yeah, well, it's got to be blue cheese. Yeah. yeah. Dovedale. Interesting. I think this is really nice. This is a really nice beer. Thirteen point six percent. This is not good. boozy at yeah. all. Really, yeah. it is not boozy at all. Really smooth. You could, uh, yeah. I would actually probably guess. I would say it tastes. Like nine percent, and I would have guessed probably ten or eleven, just because I knew it wouldn't be nine. Yeah. Just knowing bottle yeah, logic, this but is, this is good. Yeah, this is. I, they're three completely different tastes, kind of. I mean, this is by far, I feel like the sweetest or the most. I don't know, traditional. Would you say that? Traditional tasting, it's, maybe the, the yeah. It's definitely the sweetest. But it's interesting because I like the we we're talking about English style barley wines and then sweetness, but then now I don't think I can. Really, I mean, I can drink, but like a bass or those English, you know, ales like or an or English ale. Yeah, it's, it's too much. I, I Fuller's. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of next. I don't think I've had a good Fuller's in a long time. I think Do when you, I was in college, I used to think bass was like right, drinking yeah, it fancy. Yeah, that's twenty yeah. years. Ago. Yeah, well, or, yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah, how <laughs> many? How many years ago? Yeah, like six. <laughs> um, well, that's um. Obviously, I think Bottle Logical usually do good with whatever they do. I haven't had much from them that's been off or too much or too little. So, but this, this is no adjuncts or anything like that, which I feel like sometimes they they do heavy adjuncts. Yeah, heavy. a lot and of their is, beers. Yeah, no, I think so they have kudos. a good life balance. You know, they do. They really they do. adjunct the hell out of something, and then they'll come out with something straight on, just non-adjunct, and just to remind people it. like me that they can do it. Man. Yeah. They can do it. You know, when we uh, we always listen to some of the bigger beer experts out there, they always talk, and obviously your, uh, your brewing conference in, in Portland, Maine, all these guys are always talking about the best brewers out there built, will brew a really good Pilsner. Yeah, um, they do. They have yeah. to. Like, if, if you can't do that, then you're not on you're anyone's – any, experts list right You're a poser and uh you know i i don't know if bottle logic gets any accolades for their loggers but uh, they had some on draft when i was there uh, a couple years ago and and they were really really nice you know clean um enjoyable to drink and you're in the la sun it's it's hard to beat that but uh bottle logic does a nice job yeah can't, can't argue with that what's next um i poured the mongo i mean i'm I think we're all going to agree with the Bourbon County one being awfully damn good. But, <laughs> you know, as, as as Jay Wakefield has demonstrated, I think he's very good at, I think, the fringe stuff. I mean, I have had stuff from them that is just sort of average. Um, and that's not to say that they're not good. It's just sometimes maybe the middle ground isn't their thing. And I kind of think they've built themselves around that. It's like... All right, we're going to make a, what was it, a, a, a red, you know, sour called Haterade. You know, <laughs> yeah. they just sort of go yeah. all in. Yeah. They're screw it, whatever. Yeah. I'm but okay I, with that. That's fine. Yep. That's fine. I, he's, and this he missed the mark doing. a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's got a little bit of a mouthfeel, but it's a little sugary. I kind of, I don't know, it feels like you get some sugar sugar on your teeth a little bit, but... Um. You yeah. get some nice caramel flavors and it's same flat, not much finish, but same yeah. same kind of flavor profile, but just probably a little bit less balance and brandy barrels. So it was a brandy barrel aged, so sweet on top of sweet. Yeah, I get that. There you go. Yeah. I get that a lot. Might not be my thing. That, that was a tough comparison, though. Yeah. Exactly. If you hear a little background noise, it's the rain. I was going to say, I didn't think it was supposed to rain like this. We have the doors open. <laughs> well, it's going to be 80 tomorrow. So. That's so yeah, stupid. It's got to so rain. Why does it do that? 
We've had enough of this. If it's going to stay like 50s, stay 50s. Nah. I'm okay with wearing sweaters and jackets and <laughs> corduroys. and. But this sort of you know inability for the weather to decide what it's going to do is, I think, what drives Midwesterners crazy. I'm okay with it. Ryan's unfazed. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. 31 a yeah. couple nights ago. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you, give me eight. Just, just to, keep yeah. that away and yeah. do whatever you want with the, the upper echelon of temperatures, and we're good. But then it's going to go right back down. So, Yeah. And then we don't see the sun for four months. <laughs> we don't see the sun. <laughs> Actually, we do now that we're working from home. Right, but. yeah. <laughs> you do, but yeah, we get to turn our clocks back in a week. Oh, gosh. And we get, get a little bit of sunlight in the morning. Get a little that's sunlight true. in the morning. There's nothing that's harder to do in the morning now than to like get up and try to work out. Yeah, kudos to you because golly, I it's the only time I have, but it is hard. Yeah, this time of year when it is dark and your bed is warm and cozy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know, Strava is the worst thing that can happen to anybody that works out because you're gonna because it forces you to get going. It forces you to see what everyone else is doing yeah. that you're not. Yeah. So that's good. But I just don't look. Well, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's, easy, it's it's just best to not. <laughs> look. Apparently, that's why I don't have that app. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. Someone I worked with told me to get it a couple of years ago. I didn't know much about it, so I didn't. I didn't. It's social media for people who like to swim, bike, and okay. run, and anything else. Like they've got lots of other. He didn't tell me about that part, but I got Run Keeper and a couple other ones that track some of that stuff. And then yeah. it's just for you. And Strava yeah. will make yeah, it no for everyone else. No one watches me on Run Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully. Pace has gone down a little bit the last uh, six months or so. But a, full disclosure, a good rule, if I'm, you won't agree to this, but there, you give kudos like a like or whatever on Strava. And as a, Wil, I guess, a Wilburn family rule, there's no kudos for running. So if you're going to ride your bike, I'll give you kudos. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Ryan. I know you're that's more of a why, yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah. Brian and it's Brett. It's too easy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. They no, do just, not like my runs. No, not, no. It's no too easy. Kudos no, just, for running. You should have been on a bicycle. That's <laughs> well, and like this morning, hell if you were going to find me outside running. <laughs> I just ran inside because honestly, this time of year, if I find myself enough stuff to watch um, on an iPad, I actually won't mind running indoors because I'm watching Fargo right now. Oh, yeah. I finished uh, The Boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I still got Better Call Saul to finish. Ooh. I mean... I got plenty to watch on an iPad while I run on the treadmill. And it ain't fun, but at least it makes it tolerable. Yeah. If you're looking for a show that only you will like in your house and not your wife, I recommend The Boys. Because yeah. Oh she God. hates it. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, a phenomenal what? show. But yeah. Oh, man. What is this? This is so disgusting. Yeah, true. But, yeah. I might get in trouble for finishing Fargo before she gets to watch more of it because I think she likes it. But that's her problem. My wife watched Newsroom a couple years back. And oh, no She kidding. played me the first episode a couple nights ago, and I was like, holy crap, we need to watch more of this. It's <laughs> pretty impressed. Yeah. Jeff Daniels is good. I could do that on a treadmill. That's, that's an intense show that could keep you just kind of yeah. laser focused on what's going on straight ahead and not on the uh, track circling around below you. Yeah. It's, you know, the, and Brian had mentioned this the other day while we were out riding. It's to, We'll be damned if we're going to start heading indoors right away. You know, we still need something to do outside because yeah. it, it's going to be a long yeah. winter. Yeah. Um, I, ordered, I ordered or I bought some more cold gear this past week. And it's like, all right, just going to have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm going to run. Well, I'm, gonna ru- I'm not going to run. Yeah. I might go for a hike. <laughs> I'm, so. not, I'm certainly going to give you kudos yeah, I'll, I'll for that. I'll mountain bike, yeah. Oh, you got air, you yeah. got a mountain bike yeah. on the trail with the yeah. packed in snow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Once you clear right. your trail, let me know, yeah, and then I'll get my little uh, road bike and follow back behind you. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I can let you borrow my bike. You could ride my bike. Yeah. So, Bourbon County. Which one is this? Twenty fourteen. Fourteen. Have they made a? So they make one a, of my kids. No, they make a barrel bar of the wine almost every year. Is it last couple so of years? fifteen was the big infection. Oh, okay. And then sixteen and seventeen were really good. I had a sixteen a couple weeks ago and it was really good. Not as good as this, but it was really good. I bet a couple months back I had one of the two thousand nineteen Rittenhouse Rye barley wines. You know, it had the red yeah. label. Fantastic. Was it? I mean that one was and I got two of those, I think, in um 
you know, like a group or something. And I mean, wait, is that a barley wine or is that the Rittenhouse Rye Reserve Stout? I apologize. That's the Reserve Stout. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking it was the barley wine because it was red, and I'm thinking, yeah, because the wrong, 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 wrong. The yellow was the wheat wine. They shifted oh, the wheat wine. Thank which you. Which is similar. I mean, yeah. I almost actually put one in the fridge just to uh, oh, try to do yeah. that with these and just kind of see, you know. What's the difference really, between a wheat wine well, and a really barley wine? Get, that's yeah. where you really figure out. Like, you drink the wheat wine alone, you're like, okay, this is basically a barley wine, right? Yeah. But when you put them up, up against these, and you'll probably really get that wheat coming yeah. out differently, and you'll notice a big difference. So yeah. I should have done that. but Yeah. No, I agree. That's right. So it was what two years ago they made a wheat wine instead of the barley wine, right? Is that right? Yep. Okay. They have done barley wine since. They did wheat wine last year, and oh, I don't okay. think barley wine's on the list for this, this year. year. Okay. What? Yeah. So Bourbon County, one of the probably OGs of yeah. making a mass-produced, excellent barrel-aged stout, has said, "Screw barley wines." I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't think I like that. I'm telling you, post-infection, people are a little bit off on on their beers. That 2016 was terrific. Yeah, and it it kind of it it hit them hard. Yeah, it did. I think that's what I've got in my fridge. Is I've got 16s and 17. I think I got one. They're really ready good. Ready to go. I mean, yeah. Do you like it? What? It's okay. The 2014. Yeah. I think it's a little uh, oxidized. I, really, I, I really, agree. I get just a hint, just enough of a hint of metallic. Metallic, that, like pennies. Yeah. Like yeah, I was gonna say a dime, but um, yeah, that's probably because it's two thousand six years old. Yeah, this was aged in uh, Goose Island's warehouse or uh, their cellar. Although for as much beer as they released, I would love to know if all of that was in temperature control because maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It'd be tough to hold cases and cases and cases of beer in a cellar. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you know. But either way, um, it's a little metallic. Yeah. Uh, this was, I mean, you, you can tell the base is, is really incredible. Uh, but I would, I would probably rank the bottle logic second and then it'd be a battle between this and the Fremont. Uh, I'd probably still take this over the Fremont. Yeah. No, no, I disagree. All right. That's my opinion, but bottle logic second. Well, would you agree with that? Yeah. I might have to. Pour some more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd probably put this bottle logic's nice. Bottle logic second. A sip of this and Fremont. I'm getting some third. nice cognac notes that I just always love. Yeah, Fremont third for Ooh. me. Anabasis, of course. Yeah, I don't think anyone's debating that. You can, but you're gonna be. <laughs> you're wrong. Said, you're wrong. Any of these are better than Anabasis. I might kick you out. Was this? Yeah, that was my bottle logic. Is there more bottle logic? Oh, left? there's a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, so to kind we're of not, we're not chugging these bottles for the record. We just got some small, small uh, sample glasses, and we're just kind of sipping on them and enjoying them. Yep. So to round it out, <clears throat> I think everyone says Anabasis is the best. Um, we probably want to go bottle logic second. That's my vote, Brian. Yeah, I, I wish I, we could disagree, but. Uh, you can yeah, disagree. I, I, I can't. Oh, I mean, okay, I, 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 okay. Would, I feel it'd be more exciting if we did, but <laughs> okay. no, you're right. I think yeah. you're saying, I wish we were allowed I, to disagree. No, no, no. no it's no. like, you are allowed. Yeah. Fremont <laughs> is a close third. I don't think it's that. I would, go, I would still go Bourbon County. Let me do a one, okay. one, one, a one final yeah. one. I don't think it's that close. I really like the bottle logic. Okay. Yeah. I find yeah, I, and I find Fremont a more, maybe a more closer third. Brian says less close third. And I say less close. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan says Bourbon County is third, and Fremont even unoxidized Bourbon County. It's close, but I would. Ooh. All right, I'll change. I'll go Fremont or a cuvee. Yeah. <laughs> the cuvee would probably Cuvy? be best, but yeah, I'll go Fremont third. Yeah. All right, we back convinced to, back him. to back. I'll disagree better. on that one. He's more of a moderate. It's not close, though. I think the bottle logic is way better than both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Mongo. Mongo. Well, and... well, well, distant away. You know, sorry, it would, it Jay. Would be That's okay. I guess you know, hindsight, 50-50. But if we had 
so we can go today and grab a grab a four pack of Central Waters barley wine, barrel aged barley wine, just off the shelf. I mean, is that, that would be an interesting comparison to see yeah. where they would fit. Um, because I know speaking of barley wine is life. I know don't drink beers just posted about Central Waters uh, today or what? yesterday or something. What like that. would they post? Um, just kind of saying just that fact that you know if you're in Wisconsin and you can go. You know, whatever. Oh, go complimenting grab. them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that you know the fact that you can go get Central Waters uh, bar the wine, you know, off the off the shelf is kind of an amazing fact. So, yeah, I saw it the other. I didn't pick it up. I should. You know, I'm gonna go back and make sure I grab that off the shelf. Yeah, you can get most of their barrel aged stuff now. Pretty on, easily. Uh, I mean, really, it's just their it's just their annual yeah. re- the yeah. the one time a year. Um, anniversary or not anniversary, but they do parties for Black Gold and yeah. um, the anniversary, anniversary beer. Which what are they at twenty one, twenty two now? Oh, I went to the eight, I went to the eighteen party, I think eighteen. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, really, really a lot of fun. And then they did uh, double barrel this year. That was uh, uh, brewery only. That has been getting pretty good ratings, but uh, in in the twelve ounce bottles. In, oh, a nice. four, in a four pack, so it would be it would be fun to have one of those. Just give it a try. A double barrel, that'd be yeah. better for a twelve ounce bottle than yeah. anything else. Does Revolution? What's their the S O J? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So I was going to ask about that. If uh, it, is it out yet? <laughs> they have only done it once. Yeah. Very special. So they do straight jacket. jacket. They do straight jacket every okay. year. Yeah. Uh, I think all of that starts to come out in November. Okay. I think they originally started time. I mean, they all start doing Around, it this time of year in the yeah. winter and, and whatnot, but I think they uh, kind of tried to go parallel with uh, Bourbon County and yeah. just have kind of... It's out there. Chicago right? just celebrates beer in yeah. November. You yeah. know, it's it's just really... It's it's fun when the city is thriving and everything else and, and whatnot. But VSOJ, that was two years ago, I think, maybe three, and it, it is special, absolutely special. Special old jacket. Um. Yeah. Very special. It would. It'd be interesting to. Oh, there's a lot of this left. Yeah, I told you a lot of bottle logic left. There we go. There's three dudes and seven barley wines. Yeah, we're, we're all right. Well, but we're really only drinking a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a good job with Anabasis. Yeah. That one will not go to waste. But uh, Brad did a few of these. Yeah, Brad helped. So shout out to Brad. I I I did want to mention. You know, I gave a lager my my top beer of the week. I was at Brad's about 10 days ago, so it didn't qualify for the week uh, for his 40th birthday. It was oh, a beautiful dang. day. We're outside, social distance, and he opened a BBT Batch 3. So that's probably my beer of the month. Oh, nice. <laughs> But just a special one by Side Project. But, uh, yeah, so Brad recently turned 40. Oh, Good another, man. Another one down. Another one down. <laughs> You've got a couple years though, right, Ryan? Well, I've and, got. And since your yours happened during COVID, we're going to celebrate it next year, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it next year. Okay, good. we'll do it. Everyone's again not be yeah. celebrating. D- didn't year. we do a good enough job at my house? I felt it the next day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had BBT two that day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, and the fifteen uh, year lambic. Oh uh, yeah, and then a lot of. With some it? Topo Chico and some... Someone else brought something that was really special, too. If I had a picture out. I'm, that's, I'm, that's what's great about the phones. You, you have these events and go you, back to the kill you maybe really, really have a long-term memory of, of maybe one or two, and, and uh, the pictures really bring it out, yeah. and you say, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, here. See, but, I did a video. We did... Uh, oh, the, oh, yeah, we did the... Um, Oh yeah, I left, and you guys just kept drinking. I forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys. Um, Brett, that's why I'm Brett and I did. stayed behind. Mar- marshmallow <laughs> Quantarium. We did the Quantarium. Quantarium. No. We did the the Veil. Like oh, your Veil. That was the it. Veil anniversary. Anniversary. Double barrel, thick, non adjunct. BBT Solitera. The Homes uh, adjunct trail. Oh, the adjunct Cantillon, trail. Cantillon. Yeah. Um, La Nada. From Jay oh, Wakefield. Good. good lineup Purple there. Puffs. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Coconut Media Noche. I mean, Ghost in the Machine. I mean, there wasn't any. It was good. There was no beer left undrank. It was good. So, 
All right. Okay, so uh, as we as we talked about the central waters being kind of like a good baseline to have with these, I just got to ask. So my sister-in-law wants to have a wine tasting this weekend. Oh. So we're going to do a few bottles. I mean, we don't have a big group and whatnot. So I was thinking we'll probably go through four, maybe five bottles with the group that we have. Uh, should we get like a, I was thinking like a white, we'll start with a white, just kind of cleanse the palate, get that going a little bit with some charcuterie. If we have some really nice reds, do we have one that's like a baseline, like a, you're good every day, $20, $30 cab, and then have some big bold ones on top. So you can really go, holy cow, this is how different. This is left to right and yeah, side so by would, side, and so get a, a get decoy cab as your base. Decoy or poppy or right. yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that then, the way to do it? That's what. That's not a bad. And then get yourself a Sequoia Grove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some, yeah. I wait a minute. Get yourself a Sequoia Grove. Did I send you guys a picture of that Sequoia Grove? I just had that for the first time. Saturday night. No, we, uh, we've got a. You guys got, we've a, got a joke or something buddy. going on. No, there is nothing a, he has, other than. Yeah. Oh, okay. On a, a routine basis, that's yeah. his decoy. Yeah. yeah, and it's worth it. I mean, it. Yeah. It's worth every dollar. It's. It was fabulous. It's yes. very good. I mean, I think it was forty five bucks. Forty five bucks. Forty Yeah. I think they had a discount on it, but it was. Yeah, we had it Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday night, something like that. Uh, it was really good. Yeah, but. I, th- I think if you start, yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's like here, here's decoy cab, and then you kind of go. I said, okay, so I told them, I said, look, I said we got a good wine collection. I said, so I'll take care of the two or three really nice ones. I said, yeah. so bring your favorite like everyday red yeah. that you just yeah. love, yeah. and then we'll that'll be the great baseline to compare. I think with wine, are you going to do the same? Are you going to just stick like California cabs because you can just get? I haven't decided. Yeah. Uh, I've got an Italian uh, Sassacaya uh, that was the cab that was the wine of the year, uh, the 2015 wine of the year in 2018. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. If it's an I Italian, think it's, I think it's Italian. I think it's an Italian red. Then you have to drink it with me. So. Okay. <laughs> I've got a 2016. I can drink with you. But uh, no, I think yeah, I, I've got like four that I need to narrow down to two or three. But generally, yeah, Napa cabs. But I think the Sassacaya is gonna make the cut i think it's italian if someone's yeah. listening and they like wine and i'm wrong i'm gonna sound like okay. an idiot but yeah that's all right so what it's a beer podcast yeah i know is that a problem if i do different regions and things like that i just think you get so do whatever you want yeah yeah you drink whatever you want i mean because if they're good enough then you can just tell right but then you're it's just like barley wine i mean you're like but would that be fun to do a really nice italian a really nice french really like a or, red, yeah, nice a, yeah. a really nice red berg and then do a nice Nice Napa Sonoma like cab. Is, you, your frame of reference changes so much. Malbec and yeah, I don't know. So you you're saying should go countries? cab, 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 or you then do... it might be overkill. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, this just... was off the cuff. This was yeah. just kind of like let's just do this. Like yeah. we said, we should do it. Let's just do it. So I said, all right, I'm just going to pull them out, and we'll just have probably four side by side, so everyone can take small pours, and yeah. I don't know. I don't think either. I think I don't. We'll do blind and do yeah. all that. No, I no, I, do, I don't think kind of more have of a, a social thing and yeah. just kind of hang out and just try them and have fun. No one's going to be a loser in this. It just depends on you know which direction you want to go and maybe you want to do like some bold reds from different countries. Maybe the same like cab cab like California cab cab cab, yeah. and then you can ruin their everyday cab for them by giving them things like Sequoia yeah. Grove. Yeah, is that going to and ruin Schaefer? It? Probably. Schaefer, <laughs> what was it? Will Schaefer, Ruiner? I think it's Schaefer. Yeah, Schaefer. They have it at Benny's. It's it's like a hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, that will ruin. That will be ruining else. That's like Anabasis. Oh, or, okay. You know, yeah. Store picks. Yeah, I only yeah I only know because our mutual friend buddy, yeah. mutual friend knows okay. yeah. knows his wine like we know our barley wines. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I sidetracked us a little bit, but I wanted to ask. We almost good. ventured into a wine podcast. I, was, there. I just figured that'd be fun. Almost. We need to do a wine podcast. Yeah, We've been talking about how like many years three has years. that been going on? Many. We've many. been talking about Mark hosting us for a 
<sighs> bourbon cigar podcast, but he has yet to schedule that. Bourbon and cigars. We'll, we'll see if he uh, will kill. We'll COVID see if he listens. <laughs> Barley wines, I'm not so sure, but bourbon and cigars <laughs> and a fire outside that'll take care of it. All right. Well, I think we've done enough damage for a Wednesday night between three guys. Perfect. Hey, can I ask one one question? I, I, I Only one. Okay, one question I have. Do you guys, since the Great American Beer Fest awards came out uh-huh. this past week, do you guys look at that or pay any attention to that or anything? Yes, no, not really. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. And In only because right. if the brewery that I follow <laughs> posted that posted they want that something, they want. Okay, then yeah. yes. All right. Was I, there, I was just curious. No. Yeah. I, well, because it's like the same kind of thing. It kind of pops up if you've heard of it. So one that I heard of is my one of my favorite styles. We were talking about Hellas Lager. The silver medal was from Nashville Beer Brewing Company. So that was one. Oh. Have yeah. you had it? I have not had it. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm going a to Hellas now. Is? Yeah. A Hellas. Yeah. The silver medal for the Hellas was Nashville. what was gold? I don't know why. That's what I was going to look up. And actually, I, I actually was looking to see if there was a barley. There's not an American barley wine category that I found. I was googling that while you guys were chatting. But anyway, I was going to ask questions if you paid attention to that. I always read it. Um, Just kind of as a, I don't know. I don't remember Chicago what it was. wants to see who won. Yeah. I think uh, I don't know. I think there's a stipulation with Great American Beer Fest that a lot of places don't like to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we've seen like a couple years ago when wasn't well, one of those things like none of the Northeast breweries. Yeah. So I yeah that's what yeah, I was gonna say is right. what a couple years ago I think we heard about it like off the record from some brewer or someone that worked at a brewery yeah. we know. So I don't I, I don't want to sound like I know anything on this, but like good God. the New England IPA winner is almost never from New England. Is you know yeah. would have been fiftieth on our list of our favorite New England IPAs yeah. and Monkish and Treehouse and Trillium yeah. and Cause they all these care. places don't, they don't care. Right. You know, so it almost, I think the, the kind of the inner circle breweries kind of say that this is like how you get your name out. But once your name is out, then you don't participate, which is fine. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's a, I, I mean, right, I think right. Holmes yeah. uh, out of Ann Arbor has won some awards at this. I think it's great that that's, if actually that's the Avenue to get your to name get in, out there. Yeah. Right. Then yes, keep monkish, yeah. keep those guys out. Yeah. Which is a you good. Know, they've already got their names out. Yeah. Get them out, and and let's keep the the circle you know going of yeah. of new and up and comers and. And maybe this is a good. I think example, that's fun because I would have never Nashville Brewing Company. I would have just seen a label and been like, I'm not gonna. But if if somebody in a blind tasting, it's great. Says, I think hey, that's great. They're taking their lager seriously. Well, I'm gonna seek it. I'm yeah. gonna make sure I try it. Yeah, for sure. I can't. I can't. That list is so large. So right. anyway, and then they give out like a hundred categories too. So. All right, All right, gents. That's well, it. that's it for this. The the hashtag B-I-L, B-I-L. B-I-L episode is good. So cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. This was fun.